all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Thank you, my boo. Thank you for that beautiful introduction in English and Spanish. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my love, my princess, Nimofu. Hello, everyone. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Let's talk about some real talk. What's on your mind? What's going on in you all's lives? Good morning, good mid-morning, good afternoon, good mid-afternoon, good evening, and to my night listeners, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. The Word of God. I was just reading this article and uh, called Gaffney Bible Study uh, that uh that I'm, I'm somewhat subscribed to on Facebook. Well, I just subscribe to their uh, their site, their Facebook site. I like several uh, Facebook sites I subscribe to when it comes to Bible study, and I only subscribe to rightly dividing Bible study. Uh, ones that are studying the Bible correctly, dispensationally, and stuff like that. Those are the only ones I subscribe to. Uh, because I know you're going to get the Bible taught to you correctly and rightly divided. We don't have to agree on everything, but as long as they have a heart and an understanding of rightly dividing. I also learn from different outlets and subscribers, too, that teaches rightly dividing the Word of God. Like I do, I look at certain things on Facebook and I hear certain cryouts from people and uh this latest cry out I hear well I wouldn't say a cry out but I see a concern people are <clears throat> somewhat noticing now and waking up and noticing all this all a lot of people are dying dropping dead or dying. People are noticing that, you know. And uh, I seen a post on Facebook that uh, someone close to me posted that, you know, it's a lot of people dying, you know, we need to pay attention. No, it was something like that. Well, this person noticed a lot of people are dying. Why did he bring it up now? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, you know, people are catching on that something is not right, you know, around the world, not only the United States, but, you know, around the world. But let's talk about the USFA. USFA. You know, a lot of people has been dying. Young, old, middle-aged, 
and babies. Uh, I heard this, I read this article that, you know, one funeral home has announced since 2021 or 2020, it could be 21 or 22, that uh, baby funerals has risen 20 times higher since 2021, 20. I wish I had the article because I don't want to misquote that. You know, baby funerals has risen. Now, this is just one uh, funeral home that announced this 20 times higher. They called it something. Uh, It's a name they call it, but babies uh, dying has increased according to this funeral home that I, I'm not surprised about. I'm not surprised about. And I, you know, I, I know why I know what's one of the main reasons. And, uh, it's sad. It's evil. And it's sad. So when I seen that, I said, wow, you know, another thing is this, uh, I'm not into rap music. I got out of rap music years ago when I was, you know, when I, since the early 80s, I was out of rap music. I didn't listen to it a lot then, but when I did listen to it, you know, it was a few groups that I listened to, you know. But, uh, <clears throat> it's this Christian, uh, rap artist, uh, that put out, that kicked out this, uh, this song that caught my eye. I went through uh, YouTube, that's where I found it, and I was wondering what it was about, what everybody was, you know, making a big fuss about, you know, and everything like that. You know, you got a lot of YouTube channels that, you know, you got certain people that re- that's, that, they, that reacts to new videos and reacts to new music that's coming out, you know, and everything. And some of these guys, you know, they know about the gangster world and, you know, they know about, you know, the more younger generation, the rap generation. A lot of them not into that. They just know that flow, you know, like I used to, you know, once upon a time. Well, anyway, it's this new song by, uh, what's, I forget his name. My first name was, I think it's Tyson. Uh, so I'll come back with the name later and I'll even play the song, but it's best to watch the, uh, the video itself, study hearing no audio. You get more out of the video because the name of the song is Bodies. The name of the song is Bodies. So I was wondering when I seen a little video, I seen something on his shirt that said I'm vaccinated. And I, I said, well, let me listen to this and see what's going on. And the reason I done that because if you've been listening to my show I've been putting I've been throwing out there uh, on my video you know giving you information and trying to help the people that listen to my show that something is going on people are dropping dead there's a lot of dying going out going on out there I have a lot of people are dying a lot of people are getting sicker and you know I put it out there some listen but I believe most don't and some people is not going to wake up until it start happening close to home quite a bit. Well, anyway, before this guy played the video, uh, he was 
no, this was after you played the video. Well, the video is called Bodies. And he, I'm a beat person. I love beats. And he got a nice little beat to it. But the message is about the bodies. What he mean is people dropping dead. And he's showing videos. Yeah, he went there. He's showing videos of people dropping dead. A lot of those videos I already have seen. I already know about that. I've been trying to get it out there, let people know what's going on. Who looked at it? I don't know. You know, but, you know, people dropping dead, whatever like that. This lady falling right between the trains and all. He put all that out there, which is which is a shocker to a lot of people when they seen that, because I know uh, some people that seen it didn't know all that was going on, you know, because the mainstream media don't talk about it. They, they, they don't talk about nothing like that. You know, Fox news don't talk about that, you know, our, you know, Newsmax or we, well, you know, CNN and, uh, MSNBC and CBS, they, they don't talk about that and everything because they don't want to know where it's, they don't want to really know where it's going to lead to, even though they know where all this is coming from. Well, anyway, it's called bodies. You know, if you're interested in checking out that video, I recommend it because if you don't know what's going on, this guy, this Christian rapper, he, you know, self, he calls himself a Christian, a believer. And, uh, you know, I, I peeped at a lot of his music because when somebody said they believe, I like to listen to the lyrics, you know, to see how they're presenting the word of God. Is it correctly and stuff like that? You know, I'm not trying to judge them, say they're right and wrong, but that's what I do, you know, because they, a lot of people say they're Christians and, and they, they, they put out rap music and it ain't got nothing to do with the word of God itself. But his was pretty, you know, whatever. I just listened to a few of them, but this one caught my eyes to the extent it touched me so much because I said, this can be an opportunity for the the young the young world the, the youngsters out there that's in their world. And my sister uh, hit the nail right on the head when we were just uh, chatting one time uh, the other day. Hit the nail right on the head. You know, this song can reach people that otherwise won't listen to, you know, a podcast like mine or others or news sections, alternative news that's reporting this stuff. They got to hear it in a song sometimes. Most, a lot of youngsters that's into rap music and, you know, secular music or worldly music, the only, sometimes the only way, oh, even the gospel, the real gospel, not, you know, the real gospel, the word of God, the only, or events that's going on. The only time some of these youngsters and the worldly that's in the world, you know, will listen to a message from God or from the word of God or whatever, or worldly events is through music. They do it all the time with bad music. Or sometimes you, you can reach them through music. So this, this song called Bodies got a lot of hits. This song called Bodies got several hits. One of the uh, YouTubers said, wow, he didn't know, he heard about a people dying but he didn't know it was that bad and he, he thanked the person that sent that and everything I sent I sent him I sent that video out because I sent it to people that I know they listen to rap and they listen to that stuff and who's gonna listen I don't know but it was quite a bit of response you know have they do they know about what's going on you know maybe they do it's, it's a lot of this stuff probably happening close to home you know people dying and dropping dead and stuff like that the the shocker about these sudden deaths is they are young. 
it's a lot of young people, young men and young women. Young guy, early this month, 12-year-old black young man, just dropped dead, practicing on the football field, 12 years old, healthy. Parents say he never had no uh, sick, you know, he never had no comorbidities or he was never sick or nothing like that, pretty healthy, just dropped dead. And he's not the only one. Many uh, many youngsters, black and white. That's the thing. When when death happens, death doesn't look at color. Let me say that again. When death happens, it does not look at color. So whatever is going on out there has nothing to do about your race. It's a killer out there. It has nothing to do about your race because these are black and white and Latino and Asian people, whatever, are dying, dropping dead. I have data. I have statistics. I have a lot of stuff, you know, that's showing. And I know, you know, I don't have no proof, but I I, I believe 90 to 95% of the reason why this is happening, I believe I'm correct. I believe I'm correct, but a lot of people don't want to touch on that, you know. But I I will touch on it. Well, anyway, when I seen that when my when I seen that in Facebook, when that person said, "Wow, I will show a lot of people dying," and et cetera, then he made a statement, and then everybody, yeah, you need to do this. You better blah blah blah. You know, if you're gonna respond to something, think first. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's. Just think. Because when you tell a person, yeah, you need to start praying, you need to start doing that. First of all, you don't even know if that person is a believer. You don't know if that person was praying. You know? So people react and I, I don't know. It's just reactions of people. I was talking about that on my other podcast. You ain't got nothing lined up with the word of God correctly or whatever. Don't say nothing. You know, just some people just need to, they feel they got to respond to everything. You know, they just can't agree and say, yeah, you're right about that. They got to try to give you a sermon or tell you, you know, you need to start doing this or whatever like that. It ain't like they don't know nothing about that. They just bring coming from their heart. They're not looking for your sermon and they're not looking for you to be all in their face telling what you need to do. You better get right. Because you never know that person might be in a situation that he's trying to get right. He's trying to reach out. So don't be so in a rush to try to win them. Yeah, oh, this is a time, you know, that you need to get, you know, I was just talking about the other day. Even some believers just slow down. Slow down. 
because what you are saying. Now, prayer is the key. Salvation is the key. No doubt about it. But a lot of people that come with their response are just as blind themselves. And they think, yeah, we just pray and everything is going to stop. When you tell people that you need to, yeah, you just need to pray. That don't mean everything's just going to stop. You're giving the people a wrong idea that, oh, I pray everything is going to stop. You know, I'm not saying you're doing this purposely, and I just, I don't like the response. Well, you just need to pray and plead the blood and everything like that. Stop with that religious talk. Stop it. It probably had, it probably made God even frown. Stop it. Because it's religious and it sounds good, you know. Well, anyway, you know, that bothers me, you know. Some people just not looking for you in their face at that time, telling them what they need to do. Most sinners know they are a sinner. They know that already. You got the milk of man. It's a time and place to come hard with the word of God. It's a time and place you just got to milk them in because they're opening up their heart especially if they already lost a loved one and then they're seeing a lot of loved ones. You know, it's, yeah, you need to start praying. You need to start doing this. You need to blah, blah, blah. A lot in their hearts, they heard so many people in their face and they heard so many religions. Well, anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. That's what I'm not here. That's not what I'm here to talk about. <clears throat> what I am here to talk about that's very important is the... Uh, all this going on, I read another article, you know, that bothered me. I'm not surprised that uh, it's a chance that the United States of America is going to sign their sovereignty over to the WHO. Now, the ones who don't know who the WHO are, they're the World Health Organization. Wicked. They're wicked. I'm Anglican. They're wicked. None of my physicians and doctors, they're wicked. And Joe Biden, you know, the the fake president, February 27th, supposed to sign this treaty, signing over emergency health situations that goes on in America over to the WHO. If that happens, what that does, if that happens, that means the WHO, the World Health Organization, will have the power and the authority if another pandemic something come to call it an emergency and, and put them in control of lockdowns and all kind of say-sos over the governments in the United States. See, if that happened, and I believe it is. Now, how far would it go? Who's going to challenge it? I don't know. But at the same time, nobody's talking about it. Congress is not talking about it. You don't hear, you know, Christians talking about it because most of them don't know nothing about it and everything. What's happening under the doors is the setup of the one world order government right in our eyes. And many people are missing it. It's not a conspiracy theory no more, you all. The Bible is coming to life. It's not full-fledged, but it's like in its infancy. The birth of the world, one world government, that's been in play close to 100 years now, but it's really manifesting itself now. 
with all this stuff going on, what I talked about the other day, the food press, the, the, the COVID-19, you know, most of it was fake. The uh, the vaccines, most of it is fake. And, uh, you know, they're, they're really hurting people, stuff like that. You know, these fake wars, keeping your eyes on the Ukraine and stuff like that. You know, the train railings now, all these trains crashing and all of them breaking apart and all of them happen to have bad chemicals in it. And then what they do, they blow it up and set it on fire. Now it's all in the atmosphere, in the air. All these bad chemicals going down the air. The, the food shortages is going on. The uh, big craze that will stop with food. See, all this is not a coincidence. This is a plan to bring down the United States. To bring down the United States. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Say, Joe, this is not the news I need to hear. I don't want to hear that now. No, no. You know, I don't like to talk about this, and many people are blind to it. And I think it's my responsibility as a believer to let you know what's going on out there because I'm going to bring it to a biblical perspective. A lot of us, we heard about things years ago, the one world order and a different thing, and people preached on it and preached on it and preached on it and said it's going to happen now when it sneaks up on you. People are blind, and they look shocked. And then they say, you got to pray in the name of Jesus. God is going to make his move. No, 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 stop it. You're not going to stop the one world order. You're not going to stop the Antichrist from coming. That's going to happen. You just need to pray that you don't be here when he comes on the scene. That's what you need to be praying for. The other things, the number one thing we need to be praying for is for people to get saved. We need to stay connected as believers. Be aware of what's going on around you. Don't be calling your hole, just praying it like it's going to go over you. And like you in the days of Moses, when the blood is rooting on your house and death just going to go past you. Some people pray like death just going to go past or the death angel or go right past their house because they're covered with the blood. They're living in la-la fantasy land and they're living in the past. See? Those things that happened then... God caused it. Let me say this again. God caused this. God done caused the plagues then. He's not causing it now. God caused all those things to happen then. The disasters back then, the times of Moses. Taking down Sodom and Gomorrah. Taking down nations and stuff like that. God was in charge of that. That was the hand of God then. He's not doing that now. When God rescued Israel out of their mess, they had to repent first. They had to get together. They had to pray. They had to do all that. Then God reversed it, and then he rescued Israel. Most of every time they prayed, God reversed it. When they didn't pray, they went back in rebellion. God let the other nations come down on them. That was back in the past. That was under the law. God, that was a theocracy of God. That is not happening today. We are under grace, which is a beautiful thing. We are under grace. 
God is not charging no one with sin. Sin is will take care of you bad enough. Now, see, people forget. Believers, Christians, let me just put it that way. Christians be- forget. First of all, you have a problem with the three S's I like to call them. Sin, self, and Satan. A lot of the stuff that's going on in the world is man-made and Satan. Sin, Satan, and yourself. This is the fall of the world because of sin. Now I said, Joe, I thought you said God forgave you. Yes, God forgave you of your sin. He's not charging you of that sin, but he did not take the sting of death away. People still going to die. People still going to die. People still going to wax cold. People still are going to get worse and worse and worse. But God does not charge you for the penalty of sin. He didn't take your sinful ways away. He didn't take away the sin nature. And you're not going to heaven because you're forgiven. You've just been forgiven of your sins so you can have a chance to be saved. That's what this is all about. So God allow the liturgy of this world to do what he's going to do. Now, Satan's got a limit. He can only do so much what God allows him to do. Read the book of Job. Satan can only do what God allows him to do. To do. If he allows Satan to do what he wants to do, everything would, would have been destroyed a long time ago. But God allows Satan to do so much. So God is in control of how Satan moves. So it ain't like he don't know. He's in control. He allows it because he's giving people time to be saved under this dispensation of grace. So as believers, we are ambassadors. We have been given the ministry of reconciliation according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19 and 2 Corinthians 5 and 18. God has reconciled himself to us. Now we need to be ministers to tell people about the good news, what he have done so they can be reconciled back to God in this dying world. Long as there is sin, this world will continue to die. You will have peaks of victory. You have you will have peaks of hope for now. Under the tribulation, you won't have none if you steer here for the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation that, that's going to come after the church is gone. Now, another thing I want to talk about, and I heard this on that Gaffney Bible study on Facebook. I didn't read it all, but I didn't... I didn't have to really get into it, but the dryness of a lot of believers when it comes to Bible study or even period reading the Bible. Believers are so dry now. They're religious, but they're dry in the word of God when it comes to understanding and studying the word of God. They're dry in that, but they're religious. They quote scriptures at left, right, you got a lot of people that memorize scriptures, but they're everywhere. And a lot of the scriptures that they vote or they quote is not going to work for us today. 
they think it is, but it's not. So this is a time when Bible study rightly. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's. Divided is very important. Get out, get out of all that denominationalism battle. Body of Christ, stop just trying to critique each other on everybody, everything another church is doing. And so YouTube is so full of uh, Christians or so-called Christians because I, I don't know if they, you know, I, I don't know. But just I'm just going to, for the sake of argument, believers knocking other believers over a disagreement or whatever like that. Some people like the Geno Jennings and they like the hardcore believers that tell people they're going to hell and, you know, and they living in sin and God going to come down to homosexuality or whatever like that, they blah, 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 blah. Is that the message we supposed to be bringing out there to the world? Not according to grace. We supposed to be ambassadors and reconciling people. God is not judging none of them for sin. But you couldn't tell the Geno Jennings that. He's a strong preacher, but he's also arrogant. He's old school. Me and him are about the same age, 58, 59. He's old school. The Geno Jennings, the John MacArthur's, the Calvinist type of teachers, the Ray Company, you know, those type of teachers that always preach hell and sin. Sin and hell, they, their mind is focused on people going to hell. It's almost like they want it to. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel more powerful. It makes them feel like they're on top. It makes them feel so holy when they talk about how bad the world is. And forget how they used to be in the world, too. The message of reconciliation is not telling people how bad they are and how sinful they are, and God is going to come down on them on their sin. That's not the gospel. My friend, that is not the gospel. Paul said, do everything in love. Now, that does not mean you don't ignore what they're doing, but that's not the gospel. We're supposed to try to milk them in and be ambassadors for Christ. You have believers that was ex-homosexuals. You have believers that was ex-drug addicts. You have believers that was ex-pornography. So some of them still struggle now. You have believers that was ex-this, ex-that, or whatever like that. The ones that's preaching this damnation still living in it themselves. And think they had, and they had from God, though. My point is, people get a kick off those type of ministers and preachers. I don't. If I'm looking, I'm laughing at certain things, but not no more. We can't laugh at sin. 
to get a person saved today is not based on telling them how much of a sinner they are and how God is going to punish you. God is not punishing no one in this dispensation for their sins. They're punishing themselves because of sin, but God is not charging them for that. God is not stopping their lifestyle. God is not making nobody do nothing today. God is not pouring down his wrath. I don't care how much Old Testament you preach. You're out of pocket already because we're not under that. We're not under the law. Stop preaching hell and damnation. People are going to hell. You make it seem you make it seem for some people it's so hard to get right with God. God is so hard. How can I be as holy as Gino? How can I be as holy and walk like John McCarthy and Gino Genesis and all these other guys? You know, they perfect. They don't mess up. They don't sin. They debate all these other religions or whatever like that, you know, and they talk about other people how you know, wrong, this minister is preaching, I wrong, this teacher. Satan is a master. The church going again, back and forth at each other. Nobody getting saved. People getting further, further away from the truth. They getting further, further away from God because they don't think they can live up to what God is expecting according to some preachers and ministers. They can't see themselves living that way, man. I can't be like them. I can't be like Gino. Man, he know that word, man. He 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 know that word. He he preaches the truth. Now, I'm not saying everything Gino teaches and minister is wrong, but he's a condemnation type of preacher. That's not the what we need today. Most people know they are sinners. That's not saved. See. You can talk about how women dress. You can talk about the makeup. You can talk about all that, all you want to. People wind up, hey, not, let me put it this way. People wind up, they look at whatever you preach is going to paint a picture how God is to most people. Let me say this, say this again. Whatever your approach is to preaching, or what you call the gospel, people is going to perceive that's how God is. So if you come in with love and only love, only so-called love, and you water down the gospel, people go look at God as soft, that you can do anything you want to do and, and go to heaven. If you come real hard like a hammer saying you're going to hell because you're homosexual, you're going to hell because you're this, you're going to hell because you're that, because of your sin, people go look at God like that and they can't see their loss. They're in a rock and a hard place. They're in a rock and a hard place. People don't understand God's grace. They hear God's grace but they go to these churches and they hear God talk about God's grace, but all they hear is wrath. All they hear is the wrath of God. God don't like me because I'm a homosexual. God hates me because I'm a thief. God hates me because I've done this. God hates me because I'm a thief. God hates me because I'm a drug addict, because I cuss, because I'm a fornicator, because I'm adultery. No, God loves you. He hates the sin. He will always hate sin. He despised sin. 
That's why he wants to get you. That's why Jesus done what Jesus done. That's why he's not charging you for it. Where sin abounds, grace abounds even more under this dispensation. That's why he forgave you of all your sins. That's not a ticket to heaven. That's just a door is open out for you to be saved by believing what his son done for you. So if you go to hell, it ain't because what you was doing it, or your act of sin. It's because of your unbelief of believing what Jesus done for you. That's hard for people to understand. So I don't care how Gino and John McCarthy and all these hard rocking, sweating preachers tell you how bad and how evil and how much of a sinner you are. That makes them look good. Even if they ain't trying to be that way, their picture is painted with anger. Don't get caught up in that, saints. I'm here to tell you, God loves you. That's why he forgave you for all your sins, past, present, and future. He don't like the acts. If you're going through troubles right now, if you're struggling now, it's because of your sin. God is not pouring his wrath on you. You're pouring a wrath on yourself. I'm going to repeat that. God is not pouring his wrath on you. You are pouring a wrath on yourself. You are. It's almost like suicide. The more you stay in that sin, it's going to destroy you physically. Spiritually, you're already dead, but it can also destroy you physically. You're already spiritually dead. So it's like you don't even exist in the eyes of God until you believe what his son done. And your sins are forgiven, but your sin actions, as long as you're in that sin nature, death, you will feel like you're dying, you're struggling. And you need that peace while you go through your mess, and the only one who can give you that real peace is the Prince of Peace. Make him your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He died for your sins, the whole world. He's not imputing any trespasses on anyone today. According to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. So believers, we need to get back in the word of God. We need to get back in the Bible. We need to become ambassadors like we was called to do under this grace period. We are called to be ministers of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5 and 18, 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Tell people that their sins have been forgiven. Explain to them what they mean because they're confused. They think about they won't sin no more. They think they're going to heaven for free. We need to explain it to them. Most people going to need that explained to them. It's not a free ticket to heaven. It just means you have been forgiven. That's all. Nothing else is added. That don't make you righteous. That don't make you sanctified. That don't make you redeemed. That don't make you uh, uh, sons of God. That don't make you daughters of God. That just means you have been forgiven. When the debt is canceled in the bank or a court acquits you and takes everything away, you're still a thief. You're still a murderer. They just acquitted you. You see what I'm saying? They didn't change the way you act. 
You went in there heathen, you just got acquitted to coming out of heathen. That needs to be delivered. That needs to be changed. That's the same with the things of God. He forgiving you, but you're still going to sin. You're still going to die physically because sin brings death. That's why you're going to die. He didn't say, he didn't take the death sting away. He didn't take the nature away. He didn't take your acts away. He just forgives you for the penalty of it. We need to explain it as ambassadors. That's our duty as Christians and believers, men and women of God. Not condemning nobody, telling them how bad they are. Those acts are bad, but that's not the gospel for today. That would have been okay back then because it was under law. God came down hard on those acts of sin because it was under the law. And the law brought sin, and sin brought what? Death. So God was harder then because they was under that law. Israel was under that law. So he wiped out nations. He wiped out families. When they broke the law, they got stoned. You just couldn't up and divorce unless you had a real good reason. It was all type of things they could not do. They was walking on uh, shells. They was walking on points that's on the ground, little sharp points, you know, or pricks or whatever like that, trying to obey the law. But they chose to do that. Israel chose to do that. Many preachers preach like they in that time. They bring all that Old Testament stuff and they throw it today. And they say God is doing that today. No, he's not. If that's the case, all of us, including myself, would be wiped out. His wrath would have been wiped out America and other nations. We're under the grace of God. God's unmerited favor. where he's not charging no one for sin. You are suffering because of sin. You are suffering because he's dying bodies. And you need the Redeemer to redeem you. Not take everything away from you, but at least you will have the peace and the joy and the Holy Spirit to get you through these things. Remember what I said, get through it. You don't have that now. You're on your own. You're trying to do these things yourself. But when the spirit man is made alive and you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, you have that peace and that joy to go through that fire. You understand what I'm saying? It's going to take work, but it's much easier with, with the Holy Spirit within you than it is without Because you got the God of the third one of the Trinity within you, guiding you, directing you, not making you do this, not controlling you like some preachers say he would. No, he's there. To, he's a comforter. He's there to direct you, not to push you, not to make you, but direct you in the things of God according to the word. Not to your choices of life, like what school you go to, what car you need to drive, what woman or man you need to marry, or stuff like that. Now the Holy Spirit ain't got nothing to do with that. That's up to you. He ain't got nothing to do with that. He don't get into all that. It's always going to be lined up with his word. 
See, that's the Calvinist type of teacher. A Calvinist teacher is like this. They believe God wills everything in your life. He's in control of everything in your life. Your decisions you make in life, what woman or man you're going to marry, he just makes all your decisions in your life. That's a Calvinist and Lordship Salvation type of teaching where a lot of people teach. That's why they believe you can lose your salvation. Then you have to repent of your sins and you have to start all over. You know, your sin again. When are you going to never be right with God? When is When would you know you're right with God? When are you going to know every time you sin? Is it a point? Not according to a Calvinist teacher. They believe and that you are chosen already. God chose you over everybody else. See, they also believe that. So that brings us such a, a certain piousness and a certain arrogance to a lot of these type of teachers. They walk around like they sinless, uh, such a pious arrogance. And they say they love people. Now, I have no doubt they don't love people, but they, they don't show it. It's their type of love. It's hard love. They love talking about hard love. And you need hard love a lot of times. Don't get me wrong. But they walk in hard love preaching hell and damnation and this person was right, this person didn't do this, this person didn't do this right, this person whatever like that, you're going to go into hell, I'm going to debate, debate this person and debate that person, whatever like that, you know, and then a message, people think that's of God. No, it's not. That's your flesh, that's you and your arrogance. And some of you probably not even saved, you're just religious. You're a modern day Pharisee. Ouch. Let's get back in the Bibles and our Bibles, believers. There's a lot going on. And the world need Bible believers, ambassadors to tell them the real good news, the real gospel, not this watered down gospel or not this hell and damnation gospel, but the gospel of grace. See, a watered down gospel Joel Osteen type of gospel and a lot of them and then you got the, the hard hell and damnation you're going to hell you're living like hell and God gonna come down on you Calvinist type of doctors like the MacArthur's and the Geno Genies and all these type of you know Pentecostal holiness preachers or whatever like that no both of those approaches are wrong that's, that's man made that's Pharisaic and one one side and the other one's just playing out soft you need to preach God's grace what is this message? Preach, tell people about their sins have been forgiven. They don't have to repent of their sins. The message ain't got nothing to do with the sins. The gospel today ain't got nothing to do with your sins. Let me say this again. A lot of people would disagree. That's all right. Show me some scripture that backs it up under this dispensation. The message of the gospel today has nothing to do with you. Stop sinning because you can't do it anyway. God is not looking at your sin. It has to do with your belief of what Jesus did. You need to be told that you already have been forgiven. In God's eyes, you are clean. You are clean. And then once you believe what Jesus did, then all the other things come. Salvation. You're going to heaven. You are justified now. Justification and salvation don't come at the same time. They're separate. Salvation is salvation. 
Justification is justification. All those is one package. Salvation, justification, righteousness, redeem, sons and daughters of God, heirs and joint heirs, all that come together after salvation. Not forgiveness. Forgiveness is separate. It's by itself. When you accept Jesus as your Savior by believing what he done according to First Corinthians, First Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, then all those other beautiful things come. But for now, you just a forgiven, unsaved person that needs God's grace to go to heaven. This is Joseph Brownlee, word for the day. Yes, the young man who posted it on Facebook, I feel you. A lot of people are dying. People are dropping dead. A lot of people aren't even paying attention. People are in their families dropping dead. Let me go back. The guy, that, uh, then I'm going to leave, that was playing that video called Bodies. He was talking about the close ones that was dying in his family. He came to the point, I sent that video out to the others, to some people that he said about four or five people that he know died and they took the vaccine. They took that vaccine. He said one day he was waiting for his uncle or somebody that's supposed to came over. They said he's supposed to meet him over there. I might be wrong when I'm misquoting him, but he said he was wondering why his uncle, one person just died. So that person supposed to came over went to him, I guess, I guess for condolences or whatever like that. But the person never showed up. His uncle or somebody never showed up or a friend of his uncle or something never showed up. Then when they got back in touch about him, they heard the one that's supposed to show up died too all of a sudden. This is his personal testimony. The other day I was in Jewels. And I seen a former co-worker, man. I'm not going to mention their name or nothing. I'm not going to do all that, put nobody on the spot. But I seen a former co-worker. I'm not going to tell you what job it's from. You know, I seen a former co-worker, a male. He came by me and he was playing with me. He said, yes, sir, we'll take it out your pocket and stuff like that. And I didn't know who he was because I was in Jewel's bad something. I looked at him and said, hey, brother, brother. And we got to talking and hugging and stuff like that. And the first thing I noticed... It was how slim he was, because he was a big, heavy guy. He wasn't as big as me, but he was kind of heavy. Had the gut and everything, but he was so small and little. Didn't look bad. He didn't look bad, but he looked as slim. And I looked at him, that's the first thing I know. You got to be careful when you say people about people's weight, because you don't know what's going on. And I should have been careful before I said that, but it came out too fast. And I said, man, look at you, boy. You lost that weight. I said, you looking good. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, I've been taking care of, man. I've been getting it off. He said, man, you know, then he, he you don't have to ask nobody how they done it. They're going to tell you their story sometimes. So he told me his story. He said, yeah, man, I, I went through some stuff, man. I had to get this, I get this stuff, on blah, blah. Then he said, yeah, I had to have a cholesterol, uh, uh, you know, what men after 50 have to have. And I haven't even had mine yet, sadly. But I haven't, you know, that's another story. But he had his cholelectomy. He had to get that done or whatever like that because I guess they found some cancerous stuff or whatever like that. And he said, he, you know, he was really sick and that's why he lost a lot of weight. He said he had it hard and stuff like that. Now, that, I was just listening to him, but this is what got me. When he said, I said, I said, wow, I'm sorry. He said, yeah, man. He said, yeah, I took that Pfizer and I took the Moderna. I didn't say nothing. You know, I listened. You know, I was listening when my antennas went up. He said, I took the Pfizer and I took the Moderna. 
He said, I wasn't supposed to take both of them together. You know, I took the fires, and, and I, I guess he was saying if he took fires, he should have stayed with fires or Moderna, should have stayed with Moderna. But I guess that's what the doctors or whoever was telling him. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he said he took the Pfizer and they took the Moderna. So I just stuck it in there a little bit. I said, oh, wow. I said, so what happened? I said, you, uh, he was out. I said, you started, you got sick right after the uh, the shots? He said, yeah. He said, man, those shots tore me up out of his own mouth. He said, man, I was messed up. I was sick, man. He said, those shots tore me up. He said, he think it was because of the fires and the Moderna. Moderna, many people, when you take two different bad shots, I don't even, he said he was on his third or fourth shot too. I don't know. I probably took the flu shot as well. But anyway, it messed him up. It messed him up, you know. So his losing weight was because he was on no diet. It's because he was sick. He had to go in and out of the hospital because of the poking and jabbing Pfizer and the Moderna shots. My point is, there's a lot of people out there right now like that. That's struggling, that's hurting, that's in pain because of these shots. But there's other people out there also that's struggling in pain spiritually because of other things. People are hurting, they're looking for an answer. Okay, so as ambassadors of Christ, we are the ministers of reconciliation, men and women of God. People need hope. They need comfort. They need to know who God really is. Not what man say God is, but what the God of the Bible under this dispensation says. He's not pouring down his wrath on no one. He's not condemning no one. This is one of the most powerful times of love, God. Is, he's always been the God of love, but he's really shown it under this dispensation by not destroying us. Back then, he wiped folks out. He wiped out nations. He wiped out individuals from disobeying his, his trespassing against his ways. But we're not under that dispensation today. We're under the administration. If you don't understand dispensation, it's a different administration like presidents have different administrations. When they come in, they have different ways of doing things. God is not doing the same thing back then like he's doing today. We're under a better time of grace where he's not pouring out his wrath on no nation or no one, individually or nations today. He's giving you a chance to be saved. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Keep that in mind. Body of Christ, real talk. And I'm going to leave you with this because it's getting late now. Always remember this, listener. And always remember to tell people this if you are saved. But if you're not saved, just remember this. You do not need to be forgiven to be saved. You can be saved because you already have been forgiven given. God bless you all. Peace out. Real talk for the day. Bye-bye. Love you all. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.